0: we're live all right sounds good i am pulling this chat up how's it going paul
1: not too bad i took a little bit of a nap before coming on here i was pretty tired today but uh yeah no nothing too new after this i'm going to go see star wars so i am cautiously optimistic that it will be at least a fun time because i've heard that it's been getting some mixed reviews so we'll see
0: Yeah, when the reviews came out yesterday, yesterday, yeah, like weirdly low. I I was just kind of under the impression that like with all the money and effort being put into (laughs) it, that it just had to get like at least an 80. Like, yeah, I feel similarly about like the Marvel movies at this point where it's like, well, they threw so much money and effort into these things (laughs) and then they usually always turn out to be like pretty good. I feel like maybe
1: there wasn't a whole lot to work from because the last Star Wars kind of killed off a lot of like obvious uh, fan maybe wants or needs or whatever from what the series would be. So I think maybe it was just kind of like J.J. came in and they he was like looking for scraps of what he could do. So it wasn't fan service. problem. probably like Rian Johnson or Ryan Johnson or whatever really kind of did a lot of weird shit with the last one to make it so that like almost read wrote him in a corner wrote jj in a corner so we'll see i like i don't know
0: i, I mean i like the last jedi
1: oh really i fucking hate it
0: <laughs> oh i, I like it. i think it's i think it's a great movie i had a lot, I have a lot of fun times with that movie so i'm some real cool imagery
1: i need to see what's going on <laughs> with this oh, I sure, yeah. so, i'm I so interested. Yeah. Yeah, I mean uh, you'll be on a plane, but uh you'll probably see it up right. here. Well, I, I
0: mean say. I could have I could have gone tonight as well, but yeah. um I just know I'm gonna be seeing it like with my parents right. this weekend or next week, and I was like, oh, I don't need to see it like three times. I'm probably already <laughs> gonna have to see it twice. Uh-huh. So I'll I'll just wait for that. Sure. But I'm looking forward to it. I do think it is kind of funny that, you know, yeah, like you said, Ryan Johnson did the last one and then I don't know if he if he got taken off or or what the switch was like. I can't yeah. remember when that was de- when that was decided. Mm-hmm. But like he just put he just had knives out come out to uh-huh. so like universal praise, and then the Star Wars one just getting like shit on. It's like I know it's weird. Should have stuck with Ryan Johnson. He seemed like he knew what he was doing.
1: It it's weird. I'm not sure what this is going to be at all. Like I actually have no clue um it's kind of exciting in its own weird way but like to hear that it's kind of not getting amazing reviews already is a little weird (laughs) like really weird we'll see kind of a bummer
0: too because like i thought the trailer for um the rise of skywalker Uh is is like really good Mm -hmm. like the the most recent trailer uh, with just the song and everything Like I thought I thought that was a fantastic trailer That gets me like pumped to see that movie Every time I see it And mm. I'm not even like a huge Star Wars guy Like I'll, I'll usually see each movie like once And uh-huh. then I'm-, I'm good Sure But like I thought that was a fantastic trailer So it's a bummer that this one's getting This one's kind of tanking
1: It's just but- so weird And like I guess in a way I kind of don't care Because the thing I actually want from Star Wars I got yesterday And that's The Mandalorian uh, I
0: haven't watched the most recent episode, no spoilers.
1: I won't. But it's unfortunate that there's only one episode left of that because that's actually what I want <laughs> right now is more Mandalorian, but sure. Especially after sure the way they, they ended the last the one season. off. Shit. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, you'll see. I mean, you'll see. But um cool. I'm excited for more Mandalorian. Sure. I really like you, that show.
0: Did you also finish Watchmen?
1: No, I'm still working on that. And the problem is is that starting tomorrow I also have The Witcher on top of it now too. Oh,
0: that's right. Yes. I was actually going to like download an episode or two to watch <clears throat> on the plane. Yeah. Um where are you in Watchmen? What episode are you on? 2. Oh, so, so, oh, you have not been following it. Okay. Yeah. I thought you were like at least like, you know, one episode behind or something.
1: No, God, no. Holy I wish. Holy smokes. Like, yeah, there's a lot in there. That show is going
0: to knock your socks off. <laughs> like that finale was yeah. fantastic.
1: I've heard it's wow. very, very good. Yeah.
0: That, that's like, it's been like a really long time since I've wanted to like buy a season of a show. <laughs> yeah. Like, wow. Watchmen was just so enjoyable and it works It works so well as like a complete piece because they're because like with Dr. Manhattan and everything, they are constantly referencing things in the future that you'll just kind of forget about. And then it'll like come back into play like, wow, such a fun and smartly written show. Enjoyable start to finish.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited to get back to it for sure.
0: Definitely in my like top three of television for this year. Yeah, I think so.
1: I hope The Witcher's good too. Like I hope that's good. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah.
0: I'm. I mean, I don't have a huge attachment to the games, so I kind of don't care. But I'll oh, watch see, it just I to love see the games.
1: I, what it is. Uh-huh, sure. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Yep. I'm, right now, but I'm going through Expanse season four. And that's okay. pretty fun. That's a that's a good science fiction show if you have Amazon Prime.
1: Yeah, people say that's a good one. The Expanse. Yep. I like the Expanse a lot. Yeah, because, like, what else was this year? Stranger Things, the new season, was this year.
0: I haven't seen that. I've only seen season one.
1: Okay. Um, um, I mean, I my like top show
0: of the year is Sex Education from, like, January.
1: Oh, Sex Education's very good. And they've
0: already said Sex Education season two comes out end of January. I can't wait. So stoked for that. Toucan Birdie was great. And that's so- That's the other one. I think that. Yeah. Sex education and watchmen are like my top three of the year. Because Tugun Birdie is fantastic. I
1: can't believe that's not coming back. That didn't get resigned. I, that is
0: I remember when they canceled that. And then like two days later, they're like, guess what? Three more seasons of Big Mouth. And it was like, Ugh. What?
1: God. What a, like
0: what a one <laughs> gut punch. Yeah. I mean, I watch Big Mouth. It's fine. But it just like Tukan and Bernie was so good. Oh, and see, Big I Mouth
1: hate Big Mouth. Really annoying. <laughs> yeah. It,
0: for every time, for every amount that I find it funny, it's equally kind of just annoying. I have a yeah. weird relationship with Big Mouth.
1: I don't like Big Mouth at all. It's not even that like it's bad writing or anything. Because I thought I, I thought the writing for it is actually kind of um, cute in some spots. Those character designs are fucking terrible. They make me just want to throw up every time I see how, like, characters look in that show. I'm just like, oh, this is just gross. (laughs) I hate how things look. But, yeah, uh, Toucan Bernie not
0: coming back was, uh, wow. I still can't believe that shit. Yeah. No, I I agree with you. Was the final season of Kimmy Schmidt, was that this year? I think that was
1: last year. Was
0: that last year? Okay. I
1: think so. This year's been really long. Like, it's been weird. uh,
0: yeah, I heard that it had a good. First half of the final season. Uh huh. Trying to think what else was up there for me.
1: Oh, Chernobyl was very good. And that was. Oh, I didn't watch that, series. but a lot of people
0: liked Chernobyl, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah.
1: I don't remember. There was other stuff for sure, but 2019 was kind of a weird year for stuff. Um, did you ever watch The Good Place? Apparently, season four oh. is still very good i haven't yeah, seen it no, yet. no
0: i'm i'm probably like a i gotta i'm I, I can't be much more than a couple episodes behind because they around thanksgiving they took a break yeah um so i can't remember if they started that up again but yeah g- final season of good place is is awesome
1: i can't believe the good place every season has kind of outdone itself so far like because that yeah. first season's very strong and then it just goes crazier that's a great yep. show
0: that is a good show <laughs> I'm sad that it's ending soon, but I'm also happy that it did not overstay its welcome. Cause it, it, did, is, just yeah. a, it is such a smart and like wholesome show. It reminds me a lot of, of scrubs in which Kate, in which like I find it hilarious. And also there are some like truly heartfelt moments that are earned uh-huh. in the show. Sure. And and if I'm comparing something to scrubs, my favorite show of all time, that's definitely <laughs> saying something.
1: For sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, uh, John's not here in case you were wondering why he's not talking. He is sick. (laughs) Yeah. Everyone wish him well. Um, But why don't we do a podcast about video games now that we've finished the video, the TV portion of Mm -hmm. the show. Okay. Uh, This is the top down perspective for December 19th. Only a couple more left of these for the year. Yep. Uh, I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul Fleck. And Paul, what have you been playing? Um, I mean, I'm just going to level
1: with you. I'm trying to get through Death Stranding. I'm on, I'm on chapter five, five.
0: I think. I go home for the next 10 days and I'm not bringing my PlayStation. So I'm trying to play a lot of it right now because I'm sure I'm going to forget how every system in that game works when I come back down.
1: Yep. Yep. Uh, I'm in Chapter 5 now, so I got out of Chapter 3. Uh, chapter 3 took me easily like 20 to 30 hours by itself. So
0: You're further than I am now. I'm in Chapter 4.
1: Oh, we can say you're in Chapter 5. Because Chapter 4 is literally one thing that you do. So, yeah.
0: I don't remember seeing a title card for Chapter 5.
1: There's like a part, a weird thing that happens? Did you do that weird thing, or did you just start Chapter 4?
0: I did the weird thing in Chapter 4, like and, the battle.
1: And then you got the quest to go see Mama, right? To go talk to her?
0: Yeah, and I've talked to Mama. I've, oh, I have the you're in, chapter, line.
1: you're in Chapter 5.
0: Oh, did I just miss the title card, I guess? Or Literally, when you
1: it? go talk to Mama, it says Chapter 5 on it, or whatever.
0: <laughs> oh, okay. I, I totally missed that. I'm in, I'm in yeah. Chapter 5. I'm about to do... There's like a really long journey i have to do soon where i have to go to like three different points yeah i
1: that's where i stopped playing (laughs) for
0: now we're in like the exact same we're in the exact
1: same spot yeah right on so i'm about 30 ish hours in uh to the game now man (laughs) there is a lot of that fucking chapter chapter three specifically that is a big map whoa
0: yep but i mean for me at least there's a lot of road people are just making a bunch of roads. Oh, I made all the the roads of the enemy settlements, which was super helpful.
1: Yeah. I Um, made most of the roads and it was so fun. I spent so much time just like gathering materials and walking and building roads and just like stealing mule trucks. And it's been a blast. Absolutely fun time. I love it right on. Uh, yeah, I, there's not much more to talk about. Death Stranding is the huge thing. Uh, I guess in other news, risk of rain had its third big update this week. Oh, okay. So I played that a little bit, uh, what's, two, what's new? Uh, they have a whole new character, uh, Acrid, which was from the first one as well. He was the poison melee lizard dude from the first one. So he's back now. I haven't unlocked him yet, so I don't know how he plays, but I saw the two new maps that they added and a few of the new items that they added as well. So, yeah, that game's coming along swimmingly. It's still more of the same, for whatever that's worth. But it's super fun, so I was happy to get back to it for a little bit. Um, the big thing for me, other than Death Stranding, though, is I played the first. I would, I'm assuming, is third of the Shovel Knight uh, King Knight DLC that came out.
0: This is the fourth. Oh, of the DLC. This is the
1: uh, I can't remember. I think it's just called what is it now? King Knight. King of Cards. King of Cards. Yeah. So I've been playing that. Um, yeah, I've been playing that too. Yeah, I was stoked to find out that King Knight is Wario essentially, with how he moves. You smash into dudes um, and then yeah, you no, take you're it right. He,
0: it is like Wario. I didn't even put that together. Yeah, it's so neat. Yes, he, he plays like Wario for sure. Yeah. Um, I find the card game intimidating i don't like the card game actually (laughs) i know you i know at some point i'm gonna have to get good at the card game um and because they play for keeps it's extra intimidating
1: so you can just buy your cards back if that you lose that are special anyway
0: that's good um but every now and then and this is in like true shovel knight fashion i'm gonna come across a level and for whatever reason, there's going to be one screen on it that's not even super hard, but I just keep dying so much. I lose all my money that's already <laughs> happened once.
1: It's That's happened a few times, too. There was one time where I like legitimately just because of how he moves, I just couldn't get my money back. It's like, oh, there's no physical way I can get my money and then get back out of this pit. So that's just gone, I guess. Let's continue moving on. Uh, So I guess to be more specific for people who might not know what I mean uh, when I say he controls like Wario, the way King Knight moves is he doesn't exactly have a like jumping attack or anything like that. The way he moves is he smashes into something with his shoulder, like a small little shoulder charge. And after doing that, he does this weird little jump and spin. So that jump and spin is what you use to attack things from above uh, to like Super Mario them or to dig down into the like jewel, like the um, big mounds of like jewels and money or whatever. That Shovel Knight would usually just shovel. That's how he digs down into them and digs into diggable material. And then the shoulder charge, of course, just does damage as well. And yeah, the way you move around the level is by basically smashing into something and then using the jump that he does afterwards to like get a little bit higher to like platform and stuff like that and it's very very weird and awkward at first if you, it's probably especially if you haven't played like a wario land game or anything like that and not used to just smashing into shit but you get it over pretty quickly i think you and as the game goes on you get power-ups and upgrades that kind of make it so you have some other stuff you can do uh i hate the ghost
0: Because you can't get rid of them unless you have the, like, weird lantern thing. Yep. Uh, Yep. That's what I just finished. I finished the ghost fight. That's right.
1: Okay. So, the basic idea here is that King Knight is trying to be king of the land, and he found the best way to do that is to best, or to be the king of cards or whatever. There's this card game in the game that is kind of like, almost like a weird dominoes thing or something where you're pushing cards into each other that have different like values on different ways they could be pushed into this small little usually not a uh, three by three grid with some outside stuff it's really hard to explain it's really convoluted and honestly kind of janky and bad if i'm going to be completely honest but it's cute enough i guess um the idea is is that there's three judges that he's trying to best and it seems like the game is split up into each area is one of the different judges at the end as like a big boss or big vat or whatever. So the whole first area is King Proudmore, the second area is the Trouple King, and the third area is whatever the other judges I can't remember. Uh so I finished the first area so far. And yeah, the ghost stuff is fucking that's a bummer.
0: Oh, so the map that I'm currently on, there's three maps.
1: <clears throat>
0: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure if that was just all of the DLC was this one map.
1: Yeah, that's the first third. Okay. Roughly. Yeah, okay. so
0: I'm like I still have like six times what I played.
1: Yeah. But there are Fair a not. lot of spots that are literally just like stores or people to talk to. So like it does it's yep. a little smaller than maybe it looks, but it's still bigger than I thought it would be, if that makes sense. Like I was surprised that it kept going, to be honest. Um there's not a whole lot to talk about with it either. Uh I think it's just a really cool addition to the Shovel Knight lore. We'll call it lore or whatever. Like it c- kind of like I don't like how Plague Knight played. I really like how Specter Knight moves around the levels and stuff. Like I, I thought Specter Knight was really fun. This is a cool like neat little different thing. Each one has played significantly different from another and it's kind of cool yeah, to see I- that they did this again.
0: I played Spectre. I never played Plague Knight. I I mean, I have it because I have the Treasure Trove. Right. Um, Yeah. King Knight takes a bit to get used to. Yeah. Um, Because it's not it's not exactly a double jump. You need to hit something in order to get that other one. Um, So it definitely there's a learning curve that I felt I felt like Spectre Knight was easier to get a hold of. For sure. Oh,
1: yeah. Spectre Knight just feels better to play, too. There's something about the way Spectre Knight moves. That's just fun, fulfilling.
0: Uh, yeah no, no I think good. showdown was also added to do I have that as well yep that's added in there as well and the treasure troll was such a good deal if yeah. you bought that like, especially, like I bought that like on sale years ago for like $10 yeah and it's just like paid off year after year immensely
1: yeah no that thing's really cool I can't believe they've been they've kept up with it as much as they have either like that's just really dope on their part too so
0: they have said yeah. this is the end of Shovel Knight. So I'm curious what like the next thing they'll they're do- going to do is Shovel Knight like, Two. A little tired <laughs> of Shovel Knight. I would I would like to see this team do something other than Shovel Knight.
1: Uh huh, for sure. Yeah, no, it's uh it's been cool. That's really all I've been playing though. It's really been Death Stranding with a little bit of Shovel Knight thrown in.
0: Right on. Uh, let's see what I've been playing. So Shovel Knight. Uh, I play I finished Plague Tale. OK. Uh, I, I was like, I need to get this done before I go home because I'm not taking my computer. Yeah, I, I was at about I was about halfway through it. OK. Um, that that game's cool. Uh, it definitely gets weird at the end. they <laughs> yeah, start putting does. in a bit a bit more combat than I would have liked at the end.
1: Yeah, they put um, in quite a bit,
0: it, which is which is like my least favorite part of that game. Yeah. At le- I- I'm glad they didn't put any like super specific, like you are in a fight. Um, cause right. in one of early on, there's a chapter where you actually have to like fight someone and you have to like n- break their armor off. And it's the worst part of that game. <laughs> Luckily, sure. you never have to do that again. So it's weird they even like teach you that part. Yeah. Um, most of the time you can just kind of puzzle your way through it, which, which is definitely the, the, emphasis of that game i wish there had been even more puzzles or because there was still a lot of times where it's like oh they're just gonna see your companion or someone and you're gonna have to run like i wish there was more things i could kind of chain react together using the environment usually it most of the solutions ended up being like oh i need to break one light and then there's an insta kill thing i can establish i would have liked like okay, right. if, if i break these barrels after i send him over there and cause this thing to happen like i would have like some kind of chain reaction stuff more puzzly. I think that would have been pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I mean, I still liked the ending. The powers you get are, are pretty interesting and whatnot.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, that ending went for it, dude.
0: <laughs> it went. For yeah. It. No, for sure. <laughs> um, I also do like that. You just like beat the final boss by just whipping rocks at his head. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's pretty good. Pretty funny as well. Um, yep. So, yeah, that's just like a a weird, interesting game. And I'm I'm glad I played through that, for sure. I'm glad my I'm glad my PC was able to play it properly, and I'm still amazed because I, I like loaded it up, and I was like, okay, everything's set to ultra. There's no way my PC's handling ultra, so I brought it down to like like high. I think okay. I think I did medium first, and then I bumped it up to high. But I have the uh, NVIDIA like GeForce Experience thing that like optimizes your games. Uh huh i was like well let's run the optimization and it set everything back to ultra and i'm like hey man you know you know <laughs> better than me uh and it was running on ultra and that that's still just like shocks me every time yeah i'm so used to just finding any way to make the game look shittier so it runs so better it
1: runs yeah
0: uh, but being able to put everything on ultra that's that's like wow yeah wow um <laughs> I played through a game called A Short Hike. Um, this, okay. is a sh- this is also a pretty short game. Sure, uh, it's on Steam. It's it's on itch.io. Uh, it's like an hour, maybe two hours max. Uh, it's like eight dollars. Okay, and it's it's pretty cool because first off, it looks really nice. Everything is technically pixel art, but it's like a polygonal kind of pixel art. Like things will rotate. Okay. Um, but they're doing some weird effect where it's like things they, they are kind, everything looks pretty flat. It's, it's kind of hard to explain, um, but it has a really cool look to it. Uh, and how would I describe it? I would say it's like animal crossing without any of like the simulation part. So more like the characters and the tone of animal crossing, um, mixed with just like kind of like in a, in a narrative. So you play this little bird girl who wants to get to the top of this mountain because cell reception on this Island sucks. Sure. And you just kind of walk and you have to go on a short hike up the, up the mountain. And on your way, you'll just keep finding new characters that are like fun and interesting. That'll be like, Hey, if you find like my watch, um, bring it back to me so actually actually now that i think about it it reminded me about of a minute of this okay in the, yeah. in, this, in the tendency of like every character just kind of needs something and it's a lot of like trading stuff around not in the like you have a minute to do stuff not that part right but the, like everyone is looking for something and they want to trade with someone else and every, there's like these little micro stories every time you encounter a new character it's just like super charming and cute and your character can glide. And the gliding feels awesome. Okay. That is just super enjoyable. Cool. And along the way, you keep getting these uh, golden feathers, which will increase your stamina so you can run longer after you get the running shoes. But you can also climb longer. And each golden feather gives you another like double jump. And I'm totally for a game that just keeps giving you more and more okay. jumps. So the traversal is just really fun. Uh, constantly going off the beaten trail to find like, oh, these people made a weird volleyball game where you hit the ball with a stick, and they called it what do they call it like beach stick ball or something like that, and and that's just like a fun little side quest. Okay, there's there's fun little just things around every corner that that's why I said it can it can take a bit longer if you just want to like explore, and you definitely should just explore because the writing's good and it's just ultra charming, and everyone's like an anthropomorphized. animal which is you know kind of giving me the animal crossing vibes and then eventually you just make your way up to the top of the mountain uh where you can get cell reception and that's a cool little end and you can glide all the way down it's like a fun like i said two hour little experience one to two hours if you're looking for something just totally breezy and like a chill game with some like delightful music and writing i i definitely recommend checking out a short hike cool sounds neat yeah and then the last game I've been playing this week is Remnant from Ashes. Yeah. Okay. What do you think? I'm, I'm enjoying it. I think it's an ugly game. It is pretty ugly. Yeah. Uh, partly because the, so my friend and I are are playing through it. Yeah. And, we, and I understand it's procedurally generated, like what your world will be. And it's one of three biomes you can get. Okay. Uh, we're in the city biome which i Uh think is by far the ugliest one
1: yeah i think we're in a city as well with a sewer
0: yeah so the three the three biomes are like a destroyed city yeah there's like a deserty ruins one okay Okay. that's the only other one i've seen because we switched over to adventure mode because we needed to grind which that was also weird that we had to do that right um and then the third biome, which I haven't been to yet, but I think actually looks the most interesting, is a forest one. And just the fact that there's like some green color, yeah, it really excites me because I've been seeing a hell of a lot of gray shades. I can tell you yeah. all the different shades of gray that exist at this point.
1: Are there 50?
0: Um, it's pro- probably even more than 50. Wow. Yeah. Um, and each one is like more bland and uglier than the last one. Yep. Uh so it's it's kind of a bummer that the game rolled the city biome for us. We could have just re-rolled it, but it doesn't do a great uh description of, like, so if I re-roll my campaign, do I lose a bunch of progress? How does that exactly work? Yeah. I'm also not even mm-hmm. sure, like, once I get to the end of the city biome, is, is it going to move me on to the next one? I, I, I'm not quite sure. We probably put about four hours into it or so. The bosses are... Way hard. They're like, difficult. Yeah. They the same one as well. So. I'm kind of curious if you are getting the bosses in the same order we are. I got
1: a dude um, in a sewer named Shroud. So I made a whole lot of shot. jokes about moving to Mixer and all that sort of stuff.
0: Okay. Um, he, that fight was super hard. Holy smokes. So
1: i I was talking to people and I think we broke down the reason why it feels so unfairly hard is because... The game focuses a lot on guns and using um, firearms like as its main primary weapon and yeah, damage is,
0: healing. Heard Just quick recap. This is a Souls-like with a heavy co-op focus. Yeah. Um, but it, there's a lot of gunplay involved.
1: So they have to continuously give you shitty ads and fodder because that's what drops ammo because you can run out of ammo and then you're really sure. fucking boned. So right. just the fact that like it's gun based and they have an am an ammo limit makes it so they have to find a way to give it to you. And that automatically makes each fight harder because there's always shit that is attacking you as well as the boss.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, that's that's Now that I think about it, that's usually the case is there's just like at some point you will get overwhelmed. Yeah. Um, And it's usually actually what the thing that sucks the most is. You'll be trying to deal with some of the fodder while the boss is shooting like a huge attack at you. It yeah. lasts a long time and
1: it's just or like, one shots you. Yeah.
0: The the boss after Shroud was a big tree guy. That's what I got. Big tree
1: got? guy. After that, we got a woman in a church and we had to stave off a whole bunch of dudes that oh, kept sure, coming yeah, after. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, we did the church one. I almost barely I didn't even like count that one. That one we finished pretty easily
1: uh and then after that we got a dragon a tree dragon that spit fire and f- flew around every now and then
0: oh i have not gotten this tree dragon we got a big it was it was called an ent you know oh, like, we didn't get that out. yeah yeah and this thing would do ground pounds it would also send those like exploding guys at you that okay. like cause you to cough and stuff right while like like shooting things man that one took forever to the point where we had to go the game has like two modes that you can have going at once you can have campaign and adventure mode and adventure mode is a condensed campaign version that i guess allows you to grind okay um so we so we checked out the the desert biome and did a run of that uh just to get like more iron and, and level up our traits a couple more times yeah and then went back to the tree um also switching to my f- to fire based weapons helps out quite a bit
1: sure uh, uh what archetype did you start off with you have like the melee focus one the hunter one and another one i can't remember the like, yeah it's like, it's, like, it's like
0: long distance attacks mid distance attacks and close-up basically yeah i went with the close-up and i okay i i, I never use my melee attack or get close to the enemies so that yeah. was kind of a waste but i don't think it matters I think I think, just,
1: I think it just matters depending on like what your first set of armor is, essentially.
0: Yeah, it's like you're it's like you're starting weapons and whatnot. But You can just immediately yeah. buy the other stuff and then you're fine.
1: Yeah, pretty much.
0: Yeah. Um, and we're I'm trying to think what are the like weapons I'm rocking. So I have like the hammer, which I never use. And that was like my starting melee weapon. I use the shotgun. OK, and then I think I'm using the revolver. Uh, until I can upgrade the submachine gun, more. I
1: don't. I really don't like that submachine gun very much. I like the revolver or whatever. I like that quite a bit. I think that's a good solid weapon they give you to start off with. As the a revolver's not weapon.
0: the one I started off with. Um, I started off with like no, some, the repeater. Like a pistol, like a yeah, the repeater. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. The repeater is really good. Yeah, but I just liked the revolver. It just like did more. I was getting like one hit kills with it. Sure. switch to the revolver I, my co-op buddy has like stuck with that repeater um, yeah
1: the repeater is quite good like it's not it bad is,
0: it is quite good. yeah yeah yeah. especially because you can like upgrade it That submachine uh, machine gun feels
1: like it has a point where it will be really dope but like it feels like it's going to take a while <laughs> to get it there
0: yeah and especially because like You can't just keep upgrading your weapons, which means I have a lot of money that I'm not doing anything with because I need iron, and the girl who sells me iron doesn't get iron fast enough. Yeah, Uh, and then you run into needing like, like forged iron, which is going to be even harder. Uh, I haven't found a single one of the upgrade things for my dragon heart. Apparently, just like randomly in the world. Yeah, not we have not come across those yet. I think we've come across
1: two so far. Oh, nice, lucky. It's been um, nice, I guess. Like, I didn't realize that was random. That sucks that that's random.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I just have, like, the three you start off with. Uh-huh. Because you just, you just have to find them in the environment. They're not, like, given to you at a certain point or when you beat a boss or anything like that. Right. Um, But, you know, I'm enjoying it. It's a good co-op game. It's kind of funny that I'm playing this in December uh, because last December I was playing Ashen another co-op souls game yeah over my holiday break and it's just like the holidays are for co-op dark souls i guess that's just how it worked out for me
1: yeah yeah remnants kind of neat it definitely has some problems i think could have been fixed if it wasn't procedurally generated but i mean they obviously wanted it to feel like it had replayability like the others don't or something so i guess you take the i like good it with the bad.
0: i just wish it wasn't um so ugly this this biome that i'm in and i'm curious how sure. much longer i'm gonna have to be in this biome yeah sure um but that's all i've been playing uh so let's move on to some news yeah
1: i pulled a bunch uh today so i'll uh kind of shotgun through some of the ones that aren't like huge news like warcraft 3 reforged that uh remake or re-release of warcraft 3 that people have been waiting for officially is coming out January 28th. So, you'll be able to play that if you have uh if you care about Warcraft 3 or never played it or whatever, you'll be able to get that remake on January 28th for everybody. It's been out in like a weird beta or alpha state for some streamers and people to show it off and it looks pretty much exactly how I remembered Warcraft Three Bean, so that's kind of neat. Only mod like for modern computers and a little upgraded, so that's neat. Um, I'm gonna quickly skip this one to do another short news thing. They updated Cadence of Hyrule. You can finally pet the
0: dog. Oh, so, I did not even see this. Okay. Yeah, they patched Which it. Dog? In. Where's there a dog? In there, like the town. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. So you can go up to the dog now and you can officially pet it.
0: Nice. Good. Yeah. Glad to hear it. It's they should weird. do more DLC for that game, man. That game is kind of short. Yep.
1: For sure. Uh, So I guess like this was pro- before I started really digging. This was kind of the big thing I saw people talking about on Twitter or memeing on and making fun of. PlayStation 4 is adding a back paddle attachment sort of peripheral uh, back buttons right. for its controller kind of
0: a uh, it's kind of like the Xbox Elite controller
1: yeah so their way to do that essentially is by giving you a little dongle that plugs into the bottom that has like a programmable or movable like little OE OLED screen and like two little buttons where your right. fingers would think, rest.
0: I think that screen just seems a lot bigger than it needs to be.
1: Yeah for sure.
0: Like because it's going to show what each button does like what you will map them to but that's this but it's but it only takes up like a portion of the middle. That circle's huge. Why the is circle it so big? is huge
1: yeah. Yeah it looks ridiculous which is why people were memeing on it uh, but I guess if you've wanted one of those, I don't know. For me, this is not something I care about personally. I know some
0: people do, but. <laughs> right. I'm just I don't think I'm I'm not good enough at games to to use these properly. Sure. Yeah, Like, like I remember talking to some people who like, for example, that are like really into Apex at work, uh-huh. um, Who have an elite controller and they're like, oh, yeah, no, you got to set this to like crouch so that you can like crouch while you're like aiming and stuff and yada 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 i see oh man i'm i'm just not at that level and i will never be at that level where i'm i'm thinking about what i'm what i could be doing with my like ring finger i guess middle finger yeah uh what
1: this is good for is people that have problems with their hands like disabilities or whatever where maybe they can't be too dexterous with one or both hands um and like Uh, they all they have to do is kind of grip for the more important stuff if they can't like reach certain buttons either reach the triggers
0: yeah so yeah for
1: that it's good for sure uh I mean I'm a big proponent of more options is always good for everybody so this is just more options.
0: It's 30 bucks it's coming out January twenty third. Yep. I'm curious why they don't have the like no one's ever putting these into the main controllers.
1: Yeah, I don't know either, it, and it's kind of weird because if you buy like certain PC specific uh, controllers by like certain brands like Razer and stuff, they will have that built in for whatever reason. So right, like, yeah, I don't know. It's interesting. Uh, th- so this new next one I pulled for you specifically, um, Apple Arcade is getting a discounted annual subscription by ten bucks. So, yeah, know. I already bought it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I figured uh,
0: like I've been been enjoying this, might as well save ten bucks. Yeah,
1: so, so there we go. F- for people who needed more of a reason to maybe look into this or whatever, instead of sixty dollars, it, it's now fifty dollars if you sign up for the yearly, um, the yearly
0: right your Uh, options are five dollars a month or 50 for the year which would be a ten dollar savings
1: yeah so you get basically two months free doing it that way which is neat sure why not uh you'll notice that a lot of the news for this specific episode of the top down perspective will be deals that are going on for the holidays and whatnot so that's maybe one of the first ones um the Outer Worlds DLC is going to come out next year and we'll be adding more story stuff. They have confirmed it's not going to just be cosmetics or like a gun or skins or anything like that. It will be expanding the story
0: DLC. I'm excited for this. Yep. Me too. I'm kind of I'm kind of wondering how how it fits in or like where it fits in. Because I feel like there was like a definitive kind of end. Yeah. To a lot of like my character's like reason to be progressing through the world and whatnot
1: it's probably so just side stories of like doing quests for a, taking a job essentially for some people
0: right but, it, but like narratively does it happen before that end thing or has that end thing happened or does it just do they just dance around <laughs> mentioning any of those characters yeah so they you can, have no idea
1: they kind of um for people who haven't beaten the game they kind of wrap it up yeah. <laughs> like in yeah, a, yeah. a way yeah so yeah, no, it'll probably just be stuff you can do in-world before the ending, I would assume. More side quests. What, or whatever. Um,
0: what, are, you, what are you hoping they put in this DLC? I'm
1: not sure yet. Um, I think more loyalty-ish missions would be dope, but I don't know how you do that. at the other thing,
0: is at, the, at least in my playthrough, at the end of it, I can't have any more loyalty missions because everyone just went off on their own way to do their own thing. Right. Um, yeah. So it would have to be before the end if everyone's together again. Would you want new characters or do you want to hang out with the same crew?
1: I think maybe the same crew. What if they like opened up a new world?
0: That's my assumption is they opened yeah, up a new planet, a whole new I, planet. Even in the game, and maybe I missed stuff. There was definitely like stuff on the map that I, I never went to.
1: I think Did you go to every
0: single thing on the map.
1: I think so. Yeah.
0: Oh, then I must have—I must have missed out on like several planets, because there were some small ones on there that remained locked.
1: Oh, yeah, you might be right. May they? There might be just like stuff they probably added in, and we'll add stuff in in a later date. Anyways, it's exciting just to hear them confirm DLC is coming, and it's going to be important. That
0: Sam loyalty mission that we're all asking for.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what everybody wants for sure. Um, and apparently The Outer Worlds will be launching on Switch sometime before March 31st so people well this article specifically is speculating like maybe around then we'll have more information or it'll be out around that time who knows I'm just excited it's coming out so I went ahead and grabbed that (laughs) Um, last week we talked about Wolf Among Us 2 bunch of info has been released about it so first things first um, Ad Hoc is doing it under um Telltale like as owned by LCG Entertainment. So they are keeping the brand Telltale. Ad hoc is making developing the game ad hoc studio, um, which is made up of former Telltale Games employees.
0: So this is a new studio. Um
1: uh, this is this
0: is ad hoc's first game. Like I don't know what ad hoc studio is.
1: It's the um former Telltale Games employees. So right, I'm, yeah, so uh,
0: brand new studio. Yeah. yeah and it's based in LA I had heard that they're not in the Bay Area anymore right which is just like weird I had also and I'm assuming this article mentions it they're putting some priority on hire on rehiring ex telltale developers yeah makes sense when it comes to filling out um, the studio which is odd because like think about what that what that ask is like hey do you want to come work for ad hoc um the last time you worked with these people they you fuck got you. yeah you got completely screwed over yeah. and now we're asking you to move to la
1: yeah and like
0: what like la and san francisco are not near each other yeah <laughs> that is a significant that is you have to move that is not a i can make that commute that is a six hour drive at the minimum
1: it's unfortunate, but I think like some of these people, they're just kind of, that's their job. <laughs> they're going to have to, you know, like, well, yeah, let's well, I'm
0: go. A lot of these people found other job. It's been like, I hope so. Two years. When was that telltale thing?
1: Um,
0: a year ago? When did that, I don't even remember when that happened. I feel like it was 2017. Oh, it 2018, was 2018. So 2018. Okay. So, this uh, art- yeah, the article came out, when in 2018 was this? There's no date on your article. Really? Okay.
1: There's no date here?
0: uh, October of last year. September, October, looks like that was the timeline.
1: Gotcha. Uh, There's a little bit more news, too. So, apparently, they are not using anything that was made before. It's all scrapped. That old Telltale engine, they don't want to use it. So, they are actually going to be Using um the using just a Unity thing for this new one um Sounds good and it's going to be exclusive to Epic Game Store sure for a bit anyways get, get so that,
0: get that revenue split
1: well that's the thing it's like how are they affording to do this oh that's how Epic is literally paying them. Probably to like keep the lights on.
0: Well, Are besides LCD, fans, Epic. I would love a sequel. Thank you, Epic. Yeah, I'm
1: just it's just one of those things that when you bring Epic up, people start getting their knives out. It's like, but this is kind of like the Bayonetta thing of Bayonetta 2 doesn't exist without Nintendo. This probably doesn't exist without Epic. So if you really like, d- hate Epic, you shouldn't buy this, probably. Like,
0: right, yep, yeah. No. Uh, I think Wolf Among Us is a smart play. Yeah. It's it wasn't I understand it wasn't their like financially super successful one. Obviously it wasn't otherwise they would have done a sequel uh immediately. Um, but I think it's like a fan favorite. Like people yeah. have been asking for the Wolf Among Us two for a while. Yeah. So this is a good, like, feel good one to get people excited. Yeah. Because they could have come out and been like, okay, what was our most successful? Probably I'm gonna just assume it's Minecraft. Right? It's got to have been the Minecraft one. Um or Walking Dead, I guess. Yeah, Walking Dead, for sure. Well, um, until they
1: built it, the Diminishing Returns kicked in.
0: Right. So, yeah. They did like five seasons of The Walking Dead, I think.
1: Does that include the Michonne one? Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right.
0: Five. So like, they could have come out and been like more Walking Dead, or they could have come out and been like season three of Minecraft, and I think everyone would have been like, Snore. no, I'm, I'm good. Yeah. No, thank you. Uh, no it was a good
1: choice it was like a really good choice for sure yeah i mean especially for
0: you and me (laughs) specifically yeah Yeah. (laughs) this is like the first telltale probably i've been excited about in a while yeah yep not since like the borderlands one which was great so in
1: other news mark hamill is finally going to play fortnite with ninja how excited are you that Mark Hamill will get to play with his favorite streamer, some Fortnite. What? All right. Why then. is this
0: happening? Why is he doing this?
1: Because of that new Fortnite crossover with Star Apparently Wars.
0: Happened today.
1: Apparently, yeah. <laughs> so that's why I pulled it. <laughs> okay. So Ninja has become it already happened.
0: Is that why there's not many people in our chat room right now? Is they're watching Ninja?
1: Must be. Like. <laughs> I just want to bring this up for a second. Ninja has become the face of Twitch, the face of Mixer, right. two different platforms sure. completely. He has done the... He's been at the Game Awards as like a presenter uh, last year, and then this year he kind of got shunned a little bit, I guess. But he was... Oh, I guess he was there, and it, I just couldn't remember him because he was hidden with all his camo he was wearing. Um, He... What did the New Year's Eve thing where he tried to get a bunch of people to do the Fortnite dances he played with Drake a bunch of NFL um like stars and now Mark Hamill so
0: he must be on Mixer doing this right?
1: yeah mm-hmm.
0: is that just Mixer.com slash Ninja? is he streaming right now?
1: I have no idea I'm assuming he's probably done by now all the uh, no all the he's five right now is. is Mark Hamill
0: on the thing with him? Uh, no, I actually don't even know if this is Ninja. <laughs> no, Ninja has colored hair, and this guy has a beard. Maybe he's. I think he's he's um. What is it when you're like showing someone else?
1: Like, yeah, I don't know what it's called on Mixer, but it's uh, hosting on Twitch. Oh, I think
0: he's. I think he's hosting. He is hosting Someone somebody here. Beard, three D one.
1: Beard three D one is being hosted by Ninja. Yeah, we're gonna look at the past streams here because there must be something to do with this, right? So four hours ago, apparently he was streaming. Honestly, I want to know how good Mark Hamill is at a Fortnite. That's more Where's the story. The, I yeah, think.
0: where is this Mark Hamill stream?
1: I'm looking for it right now. He's playing with this Dr. Lupo guy. I'm guessing Mark Hamill is not Reverse 2K. I'm guessing that's not his screen name. It's probably going to be like official Mark Hamill or something like that.
0: Okay, it either hasn't... I think it hasn't happened yet. It would have been in one of these things, right?
1: That's what I would have thought, yeah. Maybe I'll check his Twitter. Twitter. Because that scene, go watch out for those ninja clones. Exactly. I
0: spent more time than this article deserves on this.
1: <laughs> I'm just interested <laughs> to know. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you're right. We have. Wait, my episode of Xbox Sessions with Mark Hamill is now live. Such a blast. Oh, it's like a YouTube thing or something. It's not live. It was pre-recorded, I guess. All right bummer all
0: right. I hope they had fun together.
1: Yeah. For people when people say um stuff about how so yeah, this is part of Xbox. This is on the Xbox official YouTube page. When people were saying how ninja's going to lose all his like viewers or whatever, this is why people want to sign with Microsoft, because Microsoft has pull in also- ways other than just viewers, right?
0: Sure. Also, even if he loses all of his viewers, he probably got a giant check that he can retire off of.
1: Oh, for sure. But what I mean specifically is like he now is a partner with Microsoft, which means he used to be a Halo guy. Like that's how he kind of made his way up in gaming. He's going to obviously get the he's going to be the face of Halo. Uh, He gets opportunity like Microsoft actually
0: take up the helmet and it's ninja.
1: Oh, my God. That would make me so mad. like irrationally, I understand, but it would make me mad to be honest with you <laughs> hey,
0: you might you might not like it, but that's what peak performance looks like.
1: All right, moving on. <laughs> I'm just getting angry. I thought this was interesting. Little Big Planet restitched is coming out. So what this is is a fan made project where they are building little Big Planet for PC using. Um, the, I want to what does it say here? Uh, so this is in development by a group called Trixel Creative, and they're using a lot of the ways that, um, Media Molecule looked at building the original, uh, little big planet as like kind of their ethos on how to make it and whatnot. And so far there's like a, tra- a pre alpha trailer to show yeah, I'm watching
0: that right now. Yeah. This is straight bit- up. That is sackboy. Like they're not even, I guess no, they're putting the little big boy. planet name
1: on it. So. They're putting the little big planet name on it. So they actually have permission from, uh, Sumo, uh, Sumo digital and Sumo digital apparently have the rights to little big planet. They did say in this article here that, Legally, Sony could put a kibosh on it, and in that case they just like change Sackboy and change the name of it. But for right now, it has the blessing of the people who own the IP, which is kind of neat. I think that's kind of cute, and yeah, it looks exactly—it just looks like PC version of Little Big Planet. So yeah. I hope it goes through, and I'm excited to see what happens with this. If they keep it as Little Big Planet, like I'm really excited to see what they do with it the big thing is is that this has to be a non-for-profit thing is what sumo digital is saying obviously because they can't be illegally making money off of a property that isn't theirs so nobody's gonna get like paid for it but i think this is neat and gives people an opportunity to do some cool things on pc i think
0: Yeah, people make cool stuff on the playstation version so it yep. can only get better with the pc one
1: Yep, yeah, for sure <clears throat> Uh, I thought this was neat too. So, Tripwire, uh, Killing Floor two devs are collaborating with Saber Interactive, the uh, creators of the World War Z video game, for uh, content next year. For like, that's part of their roadmap for Killing Floor two. So, if you're a fan of Killing Floor two, there's going to be some cool things coming. And that, probably. yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, that, probably, right? yeah, exactly. That article there is actually just like the roadmap of how they did this year and things that they released and plans for next year so it's a giant article of everything that's going on but like that's the part that kind of stood out is that they're working with the World War Z dudes to do some cool stuff next year so I'm looking forward to seeing what they do and also Killing Floor 2 has their Yuletide whatever thing going on I can't remember what it's called Yuletide screams or something you know how there's always like a horror word thrown in um those events are fun and
0: have you been playing many uh like
1: holiday events i mean i've been playing this one i guess i could have talked about it but killing floor 2 has the holiday event and they added a new boss which is neat so
0: i was playing the apex one it's pretty fun it's kind of like a king of the hill mode okay um overcooked 2 you mentioned it last week that came out like two days ago yeah Uh, So I'm going to play that soon. What the Golf has a really good holiday event that I'm going through where they have it set up as an advent calendar, so you get two new levels each day leading up to Christmas. That's Uh, cute, And that's just kind of a fun way to roll it out.
1: Cool. Yeah, that's neat, for sure. Uh, This is a PSA. Um, Redbox, so I don't know if we talked about it on the show. I think we did, but people were noticing that Redbox was no longer doing any video games oh maybe we didn't talk about it on the show uh on the oh, discord on the discord it was posted as a news thing but people noticed that red box was solely like not having less and less not video games, games. Yeah. yeah so what they are getting out of games completely uh so it seems like if you have a red box nearby you could probably go there and if they have any games left you can buy it out at like an extraordinarily cheap price so i don't he- think you get the case though you don't. You
0: only get the game. which That's like a that's the deal breaker for me. I just really I, I, don't, I don't know why like I'm more you know I'll, I'll go digital when I can
1: okay but if I'm getting yeah. a physical
0: one I, I want some kind of case for it. I don't want just a loose
1: disc. Okay. I mean fair enough. If you are somebody who maybe isn't rich or an oil baron like Sean apparently is you can get stuff like Death Stranding oh. for 25 bucks. Or Mario Maker for 20 bucks. Like these are some stupid good prices. Deals. Yeah.
0: <laughs> for sure good deals. Um
1: The problem is, of course, is that you, you have get to get the case. That and you have to get it. Like this isn't a like this'll be going on until whenever. This goes on until they no longer exist at Redbox. So you need to like go and get it. Um before somebody else does. Uh, so yeah, the big ones I guess it lists in this article here. Call of Duty Modern Warfare, the new one, 30 bucks on PS4 and Xbox One, Death Stranding for 25 bucks. Marvel Spider-Man for 10 bucks for PS4. That's
0: not much of a deal. I, I feel like I see it at 10 like all the time when it's on sale.
1: Yeah. Mario Maker for 20 is a steal, for sure. That's
0: a good deal, yeah. Death Stranding at 25 is also a real good deal. Yep.
1: So that's just a PSA that. If you have the ability to and looking for some cheap games, maybe take a look, see if you get anything good there. And then after that, there's a whole bunch of just holiday stuff that I'll go through.
0: All right, i put a new story in here real quick. Yeah. Um, Borderlands 3 came to Stadia. Yeah. For whatever reason, it's a two-month-old version of Borderlands 3. Yeah. Which is insane. What? So... <laughs> At launch, the Stadia version of the game will reflect all updates and fixes that were released through October 24th. I understand them needing to, like, you know, put out some copy, like, version of it, and there's got to be, like, an approval process. Yeah. But two months? That seems extreme.
1: Yep. That is so, extreme.
0: That's that's weird? That's super yeah. weird. That's just another what are you doing stadia like what are are you okay over there what's going on stadia do we need to talk
1: i guess like i'll just quickly piggyback on your news quickly uh i didn't pull this but stadia is buying developers exclusivity uh the first one is typhoon studios which is who uh they are working on a game called journey to the savage planet
0: oh okay i have heard of that game. yeah
1: I'm just trying to remember. That's
0: good. They could use some games. I would like to play. I'd like to use my Stadia account for anything.
1: Sure. Yeah. So for people that get mad at like Epic doing that, Stadia apparently is also doing the same thing because that's business. (laughs) Honestly, that's how that goes.
0: I mean, companies buy developers all the time. Microsoft did a ton of it last year. Sony bought Insomniac this year. Like, oh, yeah, for sure. They need a reason for people to buy their platform. You can't. This is silly.
1: Yep, for sure. Uh, Okay, let's do a whole bunch of uh, games going on sale and stuff going on. There's an epic yeah. game sale going on right now. First right. of all,
0: they'll give you a $10 coupon. They Just give it to you right awesome. away to begin with. They're awesome. That's, yeah. Thanks. Thank you, Epic. If you spend more if you buy a
1: game that's eligible under their sale currently that is $15 or more you can use the coupon so it'll make it $10 cheaper automatically and they will give you another $10 coupon for another purchase of $15 or oh, more man. and you can yeah. continuously chain this forever
0: right? yeah yeah Yeah. just you got, then you're losing money not doing it
1: kind of did, S- did you use your coupon already I'm really close. There's a few games I'm considering right now. I'm going to be gone for the weekend. So, like, I have, I'm have, i not in the mode right now of, like, buying something I'm not going to play currently. But I'm going to go ahead and give you guys, like, some idea of some of the stuff on there. Control right now, maybe it might be on one of our top 10 games of the year. Who knows? We've been talking pretty highly about it. That game with the $10 off is 30 bucks if on uh epic because it's 40 currently on discount and then plus the other 10 um i've been thinking of maybe trying borderlands 3 out because it's 38.99 currently it'll be 28.99 You're
0: i think i'm Canadian prices, price right?
1: um i think these are american prices currently
0: oh it shows you american prices
1: i think it might still yeah i don't think they added yeah. canada into the system yet for that stuff um, I might try it for well, thirty World bucks. A good
0: game. Like, I would, I would just try and make sure you have people to play it with. It's, it's a fun. Yeah, like, the best when you're doing it
1: I suppose that's probably the hard part for sure. That super mash that we were talking about that seemed kind of like this neat, uh, game where you pick two different genres and it creates right, some game. Yeah, from the indie showcase. That's is currently, that tw- huh?
0: Is that epic exclusive.
1: Um, I mean, until it comes out on switch or whatever, but like, yeah, it's out currently on Epic. It's generally 25 bucks on sale right now. It's $20. That's a $10 game right now with that coupon and Whoa. they'll give you another coupon. Whoa. Yeah. For me, however, I, I mean, I'm a big proponent of this game. I've been talking about it. World War Z is 15 bucks right now. That is a $5 game.
0: Also, it's free on game pass if you
1: i mean for you it's not on game yeah. pass for pc uh, i don't care well i do because <laughs> pc is better than whatever you're talking about so
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, I and mean, yeah
1: because it has fortnite actually everything has fortnite that's <laughs> not even an argument yeah. um that ancestors game where you play like apes or something that right now is on sale, half price for 20 bucks, So you could get that for $10 and get another coupon.
0: And everyone hates that game.
1: Yeah, apparently it's terrible. But
0: you could get it for $10. That might be a $10 I the, game. I had the chance to get it for free earlier this week. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm <laughs> never going to boot this up. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Like,
1: I don't know. This is the type of thing that you should go in and check to see if there's anything... That you've been interested in i'll let i'll vote for division two that's 15 bucks right now so that'll be a five dollar buy on sale that's a good buy right there oh you know what i actually might get breakpoint because it's 24 dollars right now and with the 10 holy shit this is actually cheaper than if you got tom clancy's uh wildlands because they know breakpoint sucked comparatively
0: you could alternatively Mm because stadia just gave every user another buddy pass i could okay i could give you a buddy pass and you could buy it for thirty dollars on stadia squad up with only stadia users for this
1: co-op game man they need to fix stadia like what that thing is um i'm gonna give you one more because this one i legitimately almost bought and then i was like i gotta at least wait until i come back to make sure i still want it after party is sixteen bucks right now? That's a six dollar game with that game? coupon. Sure.
0: It's also on Game Pass.
1: It's not on PC Game Pass.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm just saying, if you got an Xbox, yeah, Xbox Game Pass is better than PC Game Pass, right? Um, After Party is cool. It, what about like older, like exclusive stuff? Like Hades, Hades is good. Hades is That's twenty bucks.
1: That? That's a ten dollar game now.
0: That's great.
1: That's a great deal. Oh, uh, what the Gulf? Oh, you won't get the deal with what the golf because that's $13 on sale right now. It doesn't meet the $15 Damn, threshold. What
0: the golf is good. So here's the thing is that you could buy it for three
1: bucks with a $10 coupon, but they're not going to give you another $10 coupon. Yeah, no, that's just like so, losing money. At that point. So that right there is yeah, your bookend your, when you're done buying.
0: Yeah, like, yeah. Once you're done, you're like, what's a way to, to finish? What's the cherry on top? It's what the golf for $3 boom, dropping the mic. That's the play. That's the play. play. I can't even do that. I have it on Apple Arcade, but I need to pay $5 a month to keep playing that. I can't even get it for $3.
1: I mean, you have a coupon as well. You could do it, but I understand what you mean.
0: (laughs) To you, Paul, I'm looking at you right now. You should do that. See, You should definitely do that.
1: The thing I'm wondering here is, what if I use that coupon on Rebel Galaxy, which is $2 right now? on sale like does it just like make it free and it loses the coupon
0: Or <laughs> i'm assuming what? it would make it free and lose the coupon or it wouldn't even take the coupon that's my that's,
1: guess yeah that's what i'm thinking too i should just buy rebel galaxy for two bucks because i've been wanting to play it
0: okay yeah go go ahead no one's stopping you you're an adult i'm not though you got it. You should get what the golf man. Holy smokes, you would like that game.
1: That's that's a, going to be my bookend for sure. There you go. Yeah, I'm just trying to. Th- oh, Tetris Effect is the other one. I still don't have thirty bucks. Ten dollars off. Twenty bucks.
0: That's. I think that is like a need to get for sure. Tetris Effect is very cool. That, I, I think that's a good price. you have VR? Do you need to just get like a blanket and put it over yourself and your computer screen? Blanket so that you can block everything out. Yeah, like remember at the game awards? That guy was sitting way too close to his TV. That's what you need to do
1: for that game specifically. Yeah,
0: yeah, you gotta try and simulate the VR as much as you can.
1: Yeah, I'm sure people are absolutely loving this much shilling for Epic Game Store, but I mean, whatever a deal's a deal. And uh, oh, yeah, I know. Speaking of Epic Games Store, they're finishing off their year of a game for free every week or whatever with 12 days of free games from today until the 1st of January. So every are day is not, a new are game. Are
0: they no longer doing one a week after this? Is that the end of that?
1: I was to understand that th- that was only for this year, but I don't know so for sure. So they're
0: only giving me like 60 games and then they're just done? What the yeah. hell's wrong with Epic?
1: Yeah, I kind of agree <laughs> with that. Um, so every day log in and there'll be another game this sucks because i'm gone for three days so i don't know what i'm gonna be missing
0: yeah
1: i'm gonna have to from
0: log into your account on the on on the uh, phone or something or whatever it is and you can still redeem them so have no fear uh today's game is into the breach holy smokes
1: yep into the breach definitely look into that
0: they can get that quality for all twelve? I mean it's free games, I'm not gonna complain about free games. But I'm yeah. just saying if they're all like into the breach level, that is wow. Thank you, Epic. Thank you so much.
1: I don't think they're going to be, but yes, I hope they are as well. <laughs> I don't think they're all gonna be winners like that. But that's a that's a big get for sure. That's a starting off with a bang, I'll say. Yep. Um let's talk about Xbox quickly here. Uh games with brilliant. gold. For January, were released um, Xbox One Sticks Shards of Darkness, which is that game where you play a stealthy little goblin dude or something. Apparently, it's okay. And Batman Telltale series, which makes sense because Wolf. The first one i on It's yeah, bummer because I was one. hoping
0: to play the second one.
1: Yeah, it's the first one. That's right. Yeah. Um, Still if, good. If you have a 360, you'll be getting Tekken 6 and Lego Star Wars 2, the original trilogy.
0: Those will also work on the Xbox One. Anytime they do an old game, it works on the Xbox One as well.
1: Mm -hmm. And Game Pass for PC, as of right now, Infinifactory and Phoenix Point were added. I played a little bit of Phoenix Point before the podcast today. Yeah, it's XCOM. If you like an XCOM game, that's that. Yeah, it's fine. It's not great, but it's fine. That's kind of that's pretty much it for this week, though.
0: All right, should we do some questions? We should. If you want to send in a question, it's topdownperspective at gmail at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's PO box. Okay, I will read this first one from Kevin. What games require the most precision?
1: Masochistic platformers. Super Meat Boy, I Want to Be the Guy, uh, Kaizo Mario Games.
0: What about rhythm games like Rock Band?
1: Yep, rhythm, uh, like on Harder Difficulty specifically, for sure. Oh, for
0: sure. Yeah. 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 Yep. I mean, you're not going to see me playing on easy. I'm out here making a name for myself as a guitar hero.
1: I've done some games or some songs on hard only. But experts generally what I try to do for all of them. For sure.
0: Oh, I mean, I I generally play on hard at the, at this point. Yeah, I'm out of I'm out of practice, and um, I I don't have to like focus as much.
1: Sure. Uh, I mean the so those are like, and those are answers. The obvious ones are like being top rank and like CS:GO and shit like that, where you have to get headshots basically, and like twitch shooting, where you literally twitch your wrist and then shoot and get a headshot and stuff. Those mm-hmm. If you want to that's do when that, you
0: need those battles, man,
1: that's when you need those. Yep. Um Yeah. Uh,
0: Follow up question. What games make you feel like a badass
1: platinum games, games where you very easily yeah. just put in a steady amount of inputs and it looks like you're doing crazy combos. But really, that's just because after you hit X three times, the character does that.
0: What about like a like a rhythm game, like a rock band?
1: Yeah, like a rhythm (laughs) game. Those that was work, too. Also, a fighting game when you like get decent at a fighting game and start doing combos and like knowing what you're doing and whatever.
0: That's true. There's there's definitely like an uphill curve to the the fighting game one, though. But if you can get there, that that is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, What about Guitar Hero Live? where it was like the campaign was that like first person FMV thing. And it's like, I am the guitar hero. I'm on stage right now. Yep. Yep. For sure. That was was a a weird game. That was a cool game.
1: (laughs) Yogurt Sapien writes in and says, with more action slash adventure games like Death Stranding and Cyberpunk using music from traditional artists in their games, do you think this is a sign of things to come? Or will video game music still be the norm and traditional music will be reserved for more cinematic effects.
0: I think a hard time video game music still be the norm. Did they mean like chiptune stuff? I'm not sure because I played a lot of games with what like you think of video game music.
1: Yeah. Cause <sighs> if you remember corn was in Haze because video game is a religion to haze, Jonathan haze Davis and Hayes is the shit.
0: Yeah, I will. I will never forget that. Yeah, I, that's how I, I greet. I greet each day as I wake up. Yeah, with that same. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I. I think there will always be some nostalgia play for the chip tune.
1: Sure. <clears throat> uh,
0: Similar to how. The eight-bit art style will never go away.
1: So, a big thing here is that generally, the reason why a lot of uh, games don't want to use traditional artists for the music necessarily is because a lot of times games just kind of want a backing ambient sound, and the best way to do this is just to hire a like orchestra or whatever, or a dude with a piano or whatever to just kind of like write a backing track and then. Just something that it, like you can lay yeah, underneath I'm hiring any.
0: An orchestra is definitely not the easiest way to well to for get AAA's
1: back. it is for sure. But like yeah, for like an indie, maybe not. That's for sure. Um and I think you're saying something about your game when you have I, I don't want to use the term real songs, but like music by like artists that are out there currently. Um That's why I think a lot of times those will be reserved for the cinematic effects or like an ending song or something like that. I guess like Kingdom Hearts had that. um, What's that song? Skrillex,
0: the guy you're thinking of. It it had
1: Skrillex, yeah, for sure. Um, Usually, the reason like those songs become so big is because they have like a profound moment in the game and it hits a little bit harder. Whereas like. Death Stranding, all of the music is fine. Like, it's good and it fits, but I don't care about it. None of it hits for me in a way that, like, none of it's like a big part that this. I, I won't remember Church's song, essentially, or whatever, unless it, like, is the ending credits, maybe.
0: I, uh, well, I think, I think the, I think we're trying to get at is the thing in, like, anime. Where uh-huh. they'll often have the theme song playing. But yeah. then when they play when they <clears throat> undercut the uh version of the theme song with the lyrics, yeah you no, know it's like an It's
1: real. Moment. It's become real. Yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: Like I and, and that sticks out to me in games as well, is if there's a song with lyrics in it, yeah. It's 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 usually a pretty meaningful moment. Yep. And I think of stuff like Metal Gear Rising. And there's like that one level where it's just anime as hell with like the moon in the background and they have a song playing that has lyrics. Yeah. Um, Which, you know, that's just that that anime trope of like, oh, this is a serious fight.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Um, Or like um, the opening scene in Final Fantasy 10 in the Blitzball arena where Sin's destroying it and Otherworld starts playing this like heavy metal-ish song. I don't remember that
0: at all long since i've really? seen that oh, okay yeah i will also offer up when you're climbing the ladder in metal gear solid 3 when Yeah. snake eater starts playing,
1: starts playing. yep because
0: you you're like this is the perfect gaming moment
1: yeah and then if you think about like we'll use metal gear just as kind of a series to talk about this even further if you think about what how they did in metal gear solid 5 where you always have like basically an ipod on you you have like a tape a tape deck that you can like listen to whatever tracks or whatever it makes like listening to man who sold the world by david bowie less interesting if you can just listen to it while popping dudes than like when it plays like at the beginning with like the cutscene that it's part of and stuff like that so like,
0: like that yeah in saints row the third where you jump out of the helicopter yep. at the beginning yeah power starts playing kanye yep. and you're like oh it is on And I did not realize it is on
1: or I don't want to miss the thing by Aerosmith when you're climbing the rocket in four Saints Row four. Like Uh, there. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. When you're using a real song by a traditional artist, I think it's a good way to punctuate something. And it kind of loses a little bit if like you just have it in there unless you're trying to build like that this is the world or whatever, like cyberpunk is obviously using music from traditional artists because they want it to be like the soundtrack that you would listen to while driving through that city. If yeah, that city was like real,
0: like just having the radio on. Right. it has to be like a unique moment. Like, yeah, <clears throat> sorry. Oh, this isn't always the norm. Usually there's not lyrics, but then like the one or two times where they put lyrics in, it's like, oh, this is like a this is a serious moment. They put some money behind this with licensing.
1: Yeah,
0: for uh, sure. That's always super cool yeah. part of a game. Yeah. Or
1: like, what do you think about GTA 2? Uh, also, not 2 specifically. When you're like doing something and like you just hear the sounds of the city, then you get in your car because you're driving away that, from the cops and like Welcome to the Jungle starts playing. And so it's like that's it's in the randomly. game you're listening to the radio, but like it's punctuating that moment perfectly. Or whatever.
0: I mean, that's, that's, I'm glad the RNG lined up where that happens. That and happens one, sometimes. Yeah. One game that actually does that really well is the Force of Horizon series. Yeah. You know, they'll have just random songs playing on the radio, but they specifically will like play a song at the start when you're going through like the three, two, one that goes really well. Yeah. And those are some cool. Ones for sure. For sure. Uh, VGC Kenny writes. Do you think stylized content benefits from looking its best and that remakes of stylized content should or do upgrade the graphics? What?
1: So this was about two paragraphs long. It was talking about Wind Waker specifically. And like how
0: how important
1: is it that graphics like Wind Waker are upgraded in like Wind Waker HD, for example? <clears throat> because it's so stylized that it kind of still looks fine. Like, I think, I don't remember specifically what his example was, but the example is is that upgrading something like maybe Ocarina of Time with a remake or something is more beneficial because it's going for not like a realistic look, or maybe Twilight Princess is probably a better way to put this, than like Wind Waker, which is very stylized, and Wind Waker still kind of holds up because of it, because it looks a certain way. I think his at now that I think about it, his example I think is Okami specifically.
0: Is he asking like should you also upgrade the stylized graphics or just leave them as is? Yeah. I mean I would yeah, why wouldn't you upgrade them if they can get like sharper? Like if you're gonna you know make them high def or four K, why would I not want that?
1: Yeah at some I'm point gonna- they're
0: just gonna be blurry, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I'm going to find the full thing here, and then we can read it out the way it should be, because he ha- he does have an example that I think will probably illuminate exactly what he means here. So I'm going to explain the weirdest opinions my roommate has. He says, better graphics are more helpful for realistic looking games than games with stylized content. He says he's a fan of evolving practices and upgrading in general, but he says games like Okami HD don't need to exist in graphical sense because Okami Okami Original still holds up because it's stylized. The stylization was built around the hardware at the time, and upgrading it is redundant. It it basically looks the same. Meanwhile, I say stylized content benefits as much, if not much more, from upgrading their graphics, and whatever style the creators want to achieve can look better. That's... Okay, mm -hmm.
0: I kind of see the point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess I would side with the roommate. It's probably more important if you're going for a realist, realism look to upgrade those graphics. Uh huh. <clears throat> you know, this is why I like pixel art can still look good if you're going back to it.
1: Uh huh. Um,
0: but I would also say that upgrading stylized stuff is also useful. Like I said, if, if you can give me like 4K, why would I not want that? I have uh-huh. a 4K TV.
1: Rather than just like upscaling or something
0: or just like not upgrading it. Like I, At all, you know, yeah. borderline stylized, but when I choose to put it on a uh, resolution mode instead of performance, it looks better. Yeah. Regardless of the, it being stylized or whatnot. But I, I do still think if you're going for realism, the more you can upgrade the graphics, much the, more important. Know, yep. More important. It is. Sure.
1: Yep. For sure. Okay, he had a second question. Uh, Sometimes, and I've noticed it a decent amount this year, artists will release a single or multiple singles for an album that, that comes out the following year. Judging each by the year they come out is reasonable in music, so why not video games? The idea is that, the complete product the album slash game with all content is judged as a product of the year they came out in and the incomplete product the singles or game without all the content is judged as a product of the year came out in which would be different is this a fair comparison and should more outlets split awards by level of complete by the end of the year stuff so this question i think becomes more and more relevant in a day and age where uh, obviously like first of all a complete product hasn't been had in a long time because even like in the PlayStation two era, you could get patches for certain things and games and whatnot. It was less likely, but it could happen. But nowadays everything with everything being digital early access, like being a thing in different platforms, this definitely becomes a question of, do you rate a game every major iteration or, like, separately than the full product, or do you only do the full product or whatever, kind of like how music... Yeah, sorry, go ahead. You're... Well,
0: I'm gonna say I was going to say, I think I'm going to disagree with some of your terminology. Okay. It, you're saying a full, or a complete game hasn't come out in a long time because of patches and stuff. That would imply that, like, you know, 90% of games at this point are never complete, especially if it's, like, an ongoing game. That's Like, true. Warframe will never be complete. I definitely agree. Fortnite. Yep. I... I don't think I would agree with that. Okay. I think. And this is obviously subjective, like part of me wants to say, like when they have a release date. That's the game. OK, then there's the outlier of like, oh, this game came out broken and they fixed it a month later. Now it's complete or whatever. Um, I just I just don't really like the idea of like this game will never be complete.
1: I mean, I don't like I, the idea just, either, but that's kind of where we are.
0: Like, because I would say Fortnite is a complete game. Like, it's not missing something. You know what I mean?
1: Okay, so how, in regards to his question, how should, like, should we be considering that Fortnite this year isn't actually that big? Because last year is when it hit its stride. Like, maybe it's not as good this year.
0: I think, I think in some ways that makes sense. Because uh-huh. the releases is that- going to be the big the biggest explosion the most fans that's when they're going to sell the most copies is when it's released and then it'll it'll slowly go down uh-huh. and that can obviously change when they release like a new uh like piece of content or if you think of like final fantasy 14 kind of reinventing itself there'll be spikes but typically the first launch is going to be your your biggest moment
1: sure so like <clears throat> for another example is the outer worlds is probably we're probably going to talk about it at some point during if not like in the game of the year talks as an honorable mention i'm sure like it's going to be talked about this year for us specifically um should we like this question i think poses the idea we know dlc is coming out for next year should we talk about it this year because it's not the full game right like i think that's kind of what he's getting
0: at, right which I think kind of goes towards my thing is like, I am at the moment saying that the outer worlds is complete. Uh-huh. Um, and, and again, this just comes down to like semantics, especially with like our game of the year stuff.
1: Sure. <clears throat> there
0: have been times in the past where I have had mass effect DLC on my top 10 as one of the things, because
1: <laughs> sure. Yeah.
0: The Citadel DLC was awesome. I enjoyed it so much that I felt it was one of my 10 best gaming experiences of the year. Right. Again, I'm also someone that says, hey, if you want to put watching a Let's Play of X game from X streamer on your top 10, because that was a top 10 gaming moment for you. Sure, I'm not going to tell you how to enjoy games like. I'm glad you had fun with that game in some way.
1: Right. This is just a semantic thing at the end of the day, honestly.
0: I mean Fun too, right? Um, mm-hmm. I think if we're trying to get find an example that is specific or that is close enough to releasing singles, then putting it all as a, like the collected album out. Yeah, I think episodic games are would be our kind of closest. Okay. Ap- comparison. So then, wh- what do you do for like? Was it the did the first life is strange? Did it all come out in one year, or was that split over the course of two years? One year. Was that one year? Okay, there yeah. was definitely. One of the seasons was split, I believe, or the one of maybe the, the there before the
1: storm or whatever,
0: maybe it was like one of the Walking Dead games. Okay, I remember some of them split over the, the year. Um, I think it becomes more, m- more complicated to figure out that one, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think like how I would handle it. Let's say like two of the five episodes had come out. And, you know, you know, December 31st is rolling around, which is around the time we do our our lists. I would just have to ask, you know, the next three episodes might suck. But if yeah. those first two episodes were meaningful enough to me, then I would put them on my list still as that's fine. And I guess if those next three episodes were meaningful, I might just do it again next year.
1: This is going to be something that we're going to definitely have to take into consideration with this Final Fantasy seven remake, for example, because I'm sure we're going to get, I mean, we're getting the first half next year or whatever. Who knows when we're going to ha- see the other half of that thing or other third or whatever yeah. it's split into. Like, yeah,
0: this is definitely going to be an ongoing thing more and more each year with games as they start getting weirder and, and longer and spread apart or whatever it is. <clears throat> this is why we have those like, what was the best game of last year? That yeah. can kind of help cover those things if you if you don't personally feel like it is a 2019 release or whatever. Right. Um, I th- yeah, I think it's. It... That's weird, because with the episodic one, like I would not say it is complete until all five are out.
1: Sure, I agree.
0: But then you have then you get into weird things about like the timing of when people do Game of the Year awards and that stuff has always bugged me, yeah, like let's say like three of the episodes come out. the year rolls over. And we get yeah. the last two in like January, February, yeah, people are, you're just gonna kind of forget about that kind of stuff, yeah, because it's so far away from when you do it, yeah, I don't know it's it's a it's a weird semantic who who knows? yeah, for sure uh Rasterman writes hey to avoid the best game of the decade question let's mix it up a bit what are in your opinion some of the worst games of the decade
1: so i want to just go on record and say this week i spent seven hours on stream talking about the best games of the decade and have a list of a hundred of them the top 100 games of the decade so if people want to listen to seven hours of debating with myself and a few viewers every now and then on what games are worth considering and why that's out there (laughs) um worst games this is going to be way shorter uh in recent memory i want to say fallout 76 killed my spirit for fallout and that was that's a feat
0: (laughs) i was gonna say First game that came into mind is 99 Nights, but that game came out in 2006, so I can't say that.
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, But that's not even like. Okay. Like, to be fair, that's definitely not the worst game of the decade. But no, it's, this no, is going to no, be no. more like what well, is our personal. We dislike these games quite a bit.
1: Because yeah. there's
0: no way we played the actual worst games of the decade, because those cost five cents on Steam.
1: Also like the actual worst games of the decade probably were never released by the studio. Cause they were so bad. They couldn't put it out. Like it's one like, of those, yeah, like, again, a semantics of like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So
0: I think it's more of like, a, what do you personally disliked quite a bit? And also it had to be that you played, like, why would I have played the worst game of the decade?
1: Right? Yeah, uh, for sure.
0: To, some games I really did not enjoy.
1: I'm going to say the quiet the man is a specifically <laughs> bad example of video gaming in the last decade for me
0: sure sure but there is an element to that one where it was so bad it's good
1: a little bit right. but i think it wears itself out too where it's just like this is still too long like if this was a 10 minute experience then it's like ha, huh, funny but that thing keeps going
0: <laughs> I, don't know. I i i think it is a i i personally think it's a fine length for how bad it is um <laughs> Cause there's, Cause there's just so many weird ways that it continues being bad in like different ways as it goes. Uh-huh. I think the real like worst games of the decade are going to be, are going to be these like middle of the ground, completely uninteresting games. Yeah. Okay. Why still, like we still mention it every couple months because it sticks in our head as that weird, bad thing. Yeah. And I feel like that makes it better than like the games we forgot the games that are like, Oh, this is a four out of 10 or whatever.
1: You're right, I got some actually then, if that's okay. what we're thinking of. do you remember that ride to hell retribution?
0: Yeah, I never played that, but okay, that sucks
1: okay. what about aliens colonial Marines?
0: okay, was that in the last decade That wasn't before that?
1: Oh yeah no, that was this decade for sure
0: yeah where did you find this list?
1: oh I'm just I have I just looked up like list of negative recep- received games basically. Okay.
0: I googled um, worst game of the, tech of the decade, and I'm gonna I'll, I'm gonna go through some of these with you as well.
1: The Culling Two, that was so bad. The company that put it out retracted it off Steam, refunded people, and gave an apology.
0: Okay, here's I found an article on thegamer.com.
1: Oh my god, <laughs> thegamer.com.
0: This article was written. Twenty days ago, okay. These are apparently the worst video game every year of the decade, according to Metacritic. And there's ten. Here, oh, so I'll go th- through this list. Okay, from ten to one. Okay, twenty ten Deca Sports Freedom.
1: I don't know what that is.
0: It was an Xbox 360 Connect game.
1: Sure, that those are all the words that make me believe. Like
0: esports. Great. <laughs> all right, number nine. Flat out three.
1: I don't remember that game at all.
0: Either like, either like I kind of remember that game. Okay. From 2012. Okay. Family party, 30 great games, obstacle arcade. See, a lot of it is probably just count. like, yeah, like just like mini game collections.
1: I don't know if like, I even count those, Final but yeah,
0: of 2013. There you go. Yeah. Okay. 2014 Rambo, the video game.
1: Oh, those dudes recently are the ones I think that put out that Terminator game. There's a Terminator game? There's a Terminator game by those dudes, I believe. A first-person shooter.
0: 2015 Alone in the Dark Illumination? I don't know what this is. I remember Alone in the Dark. I don't remember Alone in the Dark Illumination.
1: I didn't hear terrible things about that. I just heard that it was boring, like not terrible.
0: I'm surprised that this was the lowest scoring one. The Ghostbusters game from 2016. I, th- I for some reason remember that being fine. OK, this next one, I do remember. This is 2017. Vroom in the Night Sky. This was a Switch launch game where you played a weird like flying motorcycle witch.
1: Oh, I didn't. I don't remember this.
0: Uh, wow. 2018 was the play man yeah and I've never even heard of the game that came out this year apparently Eternity the Last Unicorn
1: Eternity the Last Unicorn huh I've
0: never even heard of this
1: Eternity the Last Unicorn 6 out of 10 on Steam haven't heard of this either it looks bad Yeah, it looks pretty shitty.
0: Anyway, there's a whole bunch of games that are that Metacritic thinks are bad, I guess.
1: I guess the only thing to do now is at some point to stream seven hours of me going over the hundred worst games of the last ten years. There you go. It has to get done. Have fun. <laughs> yeah. Hebrew Lantern says, what are the best colored Joy-Cons? No mixing and matching. Only ones that are available... Uh, retail plus mario red and then i included the picture that he posted as well you, for us
0: so what's your what's your number 1 if you have to pick a, a best purple
1: and orange easy
0: yep that is number 1
1: yep uh i'm a big fan of the standard gray just because it's like it doesn't stand out it's neutral i so. not.
0: i'm not a huge fan of that one if i had to pick a number 2 i'm giving it to the double yellows
1: I think if I had to pick a two, I would go standard red and blue.
0: Wow. Okay. Yeah, I hate, I hate games, the
1: yellows. A of, um,
0: like a uh, Firewatch promotional art when it came to the Switch. And I just always really loved those product shots. Okay. Um, so I kind of gave it to me. The Mario all reds are very nice. Uh, I've Actually, just- you know what? That
1: would be my number two. I'm looking at a picture of it now. It's not included in the picture I posted in here. I'd probably give that number two. I like that red quite a bit.
0: I like it more than the red that the switch came with.
1: Oh, totally. Way better red. Yep.
0: But yeah, no, the purple and orange, like I, yeah, my parents wanted to get me some for Christmas and I did not need another set of Joy-Cons, but I was like, I have nothing else to ask for. Why don't you get me like, sure, I'll get this thing that I would never buy for myself. Sure. Uh, So I believe I have a set of those coming and I'm looking forward to putting them on the
1: Yeah, that's a great color combo.
0: Junkie GS. Thoughts on Kirby's Epic Yarn being an underrated masterpiece that wasn't fully appreciated due to its lack of difficulty, but should be appreciated due to its masterful handling of art style, atmosphere, originality, attention to detail, world building, and ability to be a pure, joyous experience without being corny. I I think Junkie likes uh, Kirby's Epic Yarn.
1: Junkie also knows that I bumped it off my 100 games of the decade, so he knows how I feel about it.
0: Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I like Kirby's Epic Yarn quite a bit. It is definitely too easy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, but I, that, that art style was awesome. If yeah, I'm recommending o- I, I would put that on my list of games to recommend. Okay.
1: sure. All I'm saying is that the last 10 years had 100 games that were more important than it. But yeah, yeah it's, it's a fine game.
0: That, I have no idea.
1: Dedinski says, when do you think it's valid slash when do you think it's not valid to include remakes, remasters, or ports in the Game of the Year list? My answer to this is simple. If it didn't come out in that year.
0: Yeah, I feel like if it came out in the year, you can add it on your Game of the Year list.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. For example, they remastered or remade or whatever that ghostbusters uh, third person shooter this year you could include that as far as i'm concerned because if that was the one you played and your first time playing it it came out this year as a product
0: i think if if i was to exclude any of them i guess ports because if there's like nothing new about it it's just the game again
1: i mean the thing though would be for example next year if you didn't have a Wii U, it's the first time you could ever play Fire Emblem, not Fire Emblem, uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions. Right. So like, yeah. and that's, a I mean, port. that
0: is a that that's the saying It's like, yeah, because remasters and remakes, there's usually at least something kind of different. They've like made it look better. I like remakes definitely count. Like that's yeah. almost like a new game. They're putting tons of work into that totally. remasters is like made it like 4K. Now we made it HD less yeah. work. Port is just like now it's on this console. It's it, so if I was going to say maybe don't include ports, I, I think, again, you can if it came out in the year, I feel like you can put it on there. Yeah, I feel like the spirit of the list seems it makes does make it kind of weird if you're putting games that had like their initial release, not in this year. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So that's why I say maybe the ports doesn't it kind of goes against the spirit of the list. But again, this is do your own list.
1: We definitely um, can agree that remakes deserve a spot on there. It's a new product, like that,
0: yeah, like yeah, for sure, for sure. Remakes, and I like, get like I said, remasters. They put a bit of work in there. Remasters are similar to ports. I feel like a remaster is basically a port, but the original game was a different generation. Uh huh. So like, yeah, of course they're gonna make it better. Mm-hmm. Um, Maybe like, fix example, some little bugs uh, or something. Like uh. The um, we were just talking about it—that game design game on Epic.
1: Yeah. Okay. It's
0: coming to Switch. I'm assuming next year, right? Early next. Yeah, March, isn't it?
1: I think so. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah,
0: that's going to be a straight port. It's not going to have be any different than the Epic version that's out now. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, you could definitely put it on your list next year, but it just kind of seems kind of against the spirit. Yeah. Because it's so like not different in any way.
1: Here's another thing: Ashen came out last year. Unless you pl- right. unless you have anything other than Xbox or uh, Epic for whatever reason, like you really want to wait for Steam, then it came out like two weeks ago. So that's yeah. technically th- that's it gets weird when you get into that territory too. timed exclusives. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah,
0: you also think of like Hades. That yep. game came out last year. It just recently came to Steam this year. They're both early access versions of the game.
1: So they're t- technically it, not out Yeah. Out?
0: Like, what? Yeah. Like, where does that game? So, I don't even know, man. Yep. Lucas writes, what things do you ask from your family and friends if you exchange with them for Christmas? Do you dare ask for video games or a specific game? Or do you go for more necessities, items for your home, other?
1: Necessities. Honestly, the thing I want is socks. I don't. I hate buying socks for myself. Just get me like one of those packs of like a thousand or something set me up for the year
0: see i don't what i don't understand about that is why do you how do you not have socks
1: they get lost somehow
0: like on on such a frequent basis that you need a thousand to last you the year
1: no but fresh socks are always nice
0: i'm just never in a spot where i'm like i'm gonna throw away these socks now because like oh really i wash my socks not gross they're not they don't have hole. if they have a hole in them of course i'm throwing away the yeah
1: socks. i was gonna say but like I, if you use socks or whatever they sometimes wear down like that just happens
0: i guess it ha- happens like at, at such a slow pace with me it's like i always have a plenty of socks i my sock drawer usually has some unopened packages of socks in them oh wow I'll get socks on like a christmas basis and it's like well i guess i'll open these when i need them yeah um do i ask i don't I don't ask for games. If no. I want the game, I just get the game. Yep. Um, I've started asking for movies, even though, even though I know I can buy them cheaper, like black <laughs> Friday came around and all the movies that I wanted to pick up were like stupid cheap. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I already sent the that list to my parents and I bet they paid like at least twice for it. Cause they did not have the black Friday deals. And yeah. So I always just feel bad. I'm like, What is even the point of giving you this list? Um, yeah, but then it gets hard because like opening stuff up at Christmas is fun. So they need to get me something to like wrap up. You know what I mean? Uh huh. Um,
1: so my family and I haven't done gifts in years actually with each other. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, so it it's been fine
0: because I love doing gifts. Oh, really?
1: Yeah.
0: They're like, we're going to like, even if I don't ask for stuff, I'm getting a bunch of gifts, both. And like my, my parents love ex- doing gifts um that's, that's, they've always been like that
1: i know when i have a uh, kid it's going to be like all those years where we've just had like a nice meal and like get together or whatever are going to just be like oh we're spending like a thousand dollars on your kid <laughs> for, that's,
0: for that's, gifts on the, on yeah um this year i kind of went with like you know i didn't really need anything but it's like i don't know why don't you get me and like i mentioned before the joy cons yeah. i don't need new joy cons I right. never would have spent $70 on joy cons. Those things are stupid expensive, but it's like, right. I guess now's the time. Like I'll just ask for them. Like, cause I'm not going to yeah. buy it myself. So I also asked for a new Xbox controller that one. I needed a little bit more cause I'm getting some drift on the left stick, but like Ooh, it yeah. definitely could have lasted me less than a year sure. <laughs> before I get my Xbox one, or I could have just used my backup one. Yeah. Um, but it's like, I've always had my eye on that Fortnite purple one. Not because it's Fortnite, but because it's purple. So like, I just asked for that. Why not? Um. Yeah. I don't know. My my parents, everyone says I'm so hard to get gifts for. And I mm-hmm. don't understand that because I have so many hobbies. <laughs> it's, it's like, I like games. I like board games. Just like pick something out, man. It's because I think they don't share those
1: same hobbies as deeply. So yeah, not sure. Like, it's like, well, I know he liked this what the fuck does that mean to me? <laughs> like, What does that mean? What do they need or whatever? Yeah.
0: yeah, And it's, and it's hard cause I'll ask for like, Oh, like oh, maybe I can get you something new, new clothes. And I'm like, see, you're going to get me something that doesn't fit. Uh-huh. And then that's just going to be a bummer for like everyone. When I put it on and it doesn't fit right. Cause it's like, the last thing I need is a shirt that doesn't fit right. That I'm never going to wear.
1: Yeah. Every now and then I get like, a stupid like little gift or something. And I usually really like those. Like I did get a kid gift a few years ago as like a joke, but like it's, I don't know if you can see it or not. No, it's somewhere back there. It's like that Darth Vader actually right there that I put a Ninja Turtles helmet on.
0: Oh, okay. Um, I can see that. I can see the shredder helmet.
1: Yeah. The shredder helmet. Yeah. So like that was a neat gift and that's something you would get like an eight year old. But like, I like that
0: what's your like go-to like if you're going to like kind of a general like if you're going to like a white elephant what do you, yeah. what, do you what do you get what do you bring
1: i um so it depends first of all it depends what the cutoff is uh generally i'll go to like a dollar store but not like an actual dollar store one of those ones where you can buy stuff up to ten dollars or whatever and i'll usually okay. just find like a rubber chicken or just something stupid right that okay. you can have fun with for a little bit and then throw out and nobody cares
0: I, uh, my team did a white elephant last week. Okay. Uh, I brought a heating pad. Oh, okay. Which is, which seems boring, but no. like <laughs> we, we all play Quidditch obviously. So uh-huh. we're constantly injured. Yeah. And holy smokes, putting a heating pad like on your, on your neck after a game. Oh yeah. Oh man. That's, that is nice. I, yeah. I got one for myself a couple of years ago and now it's like my go-to. Every one is like, these things are super nice.
1: Yeah. I mean, like if you strain any muscle, that heating pad is exactly. Like if
0: I have like a sore quad or whatever, put mm-hmm. a heating pad on it, plug it in. Ooh, that is nice. It's like a hot water bottle for your stomach, but you don't have to do the water part.
1: Or those like magic sandbags or whatever you can put in the microwave. Or Yeah, exactly. It's yeah.
0: like one of those, but you, you plug it in instead and set the, the heat. Yeah. No,
1: that's, no, that's, that's, that's a good budget. one, actually. I think next time I do something like that, I'm going to get like top-down perspective merchandise or something. <laughs> Please like and subscribe. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Please like and subscribe. Where are you going?
1: (laughs) All right. Final question comes from Luna. And specifically it's for you. Sean, have you heard of the Life is Strange comic? And if so, do you have any intention of reading it? It follows Max and Chloe's exploits after the Bay ending.
0: I have heard of the comic. Uh, I didn't have any plans to read it. I did not know it followed... It was after. Her. I assumed it would just kind of retold the story, which sure. maybe some like additional side content. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming bay ending being like the one where you save Chloe. Yeah.
1: Yeah. They spelt it uh, B A E.
0: Yeah. Uh. Which is weird because I always felt that the other ending was like the canonical one, because it's like a much longer and more detailed ending.
1: I mean, that's the ending I chose, so I agree myself. <laughs>
0: the the bay one or not the bay one
1: okay now i'm confused where you save the city (laughs) i chose that
0: right which is the one i chose and and i feel like that's i always felt that that one was more canonical because that ending is much longer (laughs) and that whole
1: that whole game is literally about like not cheating uh fate which made no right. sense I'm to I'm me I'm that not... you could yeah so, so to me it made sense know. but yeah during
0: that it one of the endings uh Weird. i'd be curious i'd be curious to like look into it and and, and kind of skim it see if it's if it's interesting so that, that's good to know but no i had no intention up to this point yeah oh. uh, i'll tell you life strange 2 has seven endings i watched them Ooh. all today oh uh, man they're significantly different and some of them are like heartbreaking great um i'm pretty happy with the one I got. Um, but I'm watching some of the other ones I was like oh I did not even realize like they, they change pretty dramatically uh, it's it's very cool so huh. if, if, you're, if you're going through Life is Strange and you finish the whole thing then I highly recommend checking it out the, the official Life is Strange channel put out all the endings so they're nicely put together and whatnot.
1: Cool interesting
0: uh, that's going to do it for this week's show if you want to send in questions for next week excuse me um it is topdumrespective at gmail.com at TDP podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. What is your game of the week?
1: Uh we'll say King Knight DLC for Shovel Knight.
0: I'm gonna give it to a short hike. Nice. A uh, bit of housekeeping. Is the poll supposed to go up tomorrow? Yes. Yes. All right. So <laughs> um i gotta reach out to you guys real quick about that uh (laughs) look for the poll to vote for what january's game is if you are a ten dollar backer submit a game before tomorrow so we can include it in the poll um if you have yet to fill out our game of the year community survey definitely go look that up you can find a link for it on the internet and uh we'll read those at the end of the month when we're going through our game of the year episode and that's always a lot of fun in addition speaking of a lot of fun is we are going to be having a sticker giveaway i ordered a whole bunch of these cool top-down perspective logo stickers Uh, they look they fit really good on a water bottle good (laughs) quality and stuff i can attest to that Um, there's a whole post on our Patreon about how you can get in on it. Uh, Well, I'll be mailing them out sometime in February. So you have January to enter to get one. You just have to back at a certain level or increase your, your backing to a certain level. And I will be mailing these physical stickers out to our Patreon people, uh, which is a pretty cool little thing. Like I said, there's a post on our Patreon. So go check out that. You can find that at patreon.com slash top down perspective. That's a cool little giveaway thing that we're doing next month yeah so check that out um next time we talk it'll be after christmas so have a good christmas if you celebrate that otherwise happy holiday break hopefully you get a break yeah uh, we'll see you guys next week.
1: bye guys